Welcome to Satisfied, where our aim is to behold the glory of God. I'm Nick Jackson, pastor of Timberline Baptist Church in Lacey, Washington. And this is Bobby Gaither, pastor of Hope Fellowship in Hillsboro, Oregon. Hey, in this week's episode, we're going to do a Man Camp recap. Man Camp? Man recap. Camp 2019. 2019. Dude, this Man Camp was, was really awesome. I... I loved, I think, every minute of it. Are, are you drinking water? We haven't even started. Are you parched? A little bit. I just got back from working out. Can't you tell? Yeah, dude, I'm I see wearing, the sweat. Or is that I'm wearing is that sweat or is that water spilling on you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's water spilling on me, so it looks like sweat. That's yeah, how I that, that's how I keep up in the gym. Did you go to the gym? I did. Nice, nice. I wore my man camp wisdom and manliness shirt. Did you see that right here? I see it. I see it. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, we had uh, man camp 2019 this last weekend, and we had we had 30 something guys come. It was it was a it was a lot of fun, yep. and we thought today we could just talk a little bit about some of the things that happened, um, and share just what some of the guys shared also as we talked about wisdom and manliness. Um, but, you know, before we get kind of into what the guys talked about, I think we should let people know just a little bit about what we did. Uh, so we go to Camp Baldwin, which is in eastern Oregon, um, and it was hot. It was like, it was like 75 it's, degrees there. Set, yeah. Um, you know, you're at 3,000, 3,300 feet elevation. Uh, it was a ton of fun. We brought, we brought cornhole this year. Did you play some cornhole? I played some cornhole. Did you win? You pl- not very much. <laughs> no, yeah. did, you won. I saw you. You were. Uh, did, Dude, do you have one of those in your backyard? Like, you know, I do have a cornhole thing in my backyard. Um, every night before we, we go to bed, we have to throw six in the hole in a row, or there's no going to bed. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's you know all the kids, <laughs> even my seven year old. You know, that, that's what we do. That makes you know, a lot of sense. So I. I, I I did. I think I won like every single match of cornhole, and I played with one of your buddies, AJ, at your church. Yep. Uh-huh. And dude, he and I were like this this duo, and somehow we couldn't lose. I it was lucky, like very very lucky. You guys had some mad skill, mad cornhole skill. Yes. Yes. Don't know if, if that carries over to anything else in life, but no, no. I think next year though we make a trophy for cornhole for the winners of cornhole. <sighs> Trophy. Maybe we, we um, <clears throat> call the, it, it, it can be the Cornholio Trophy. Cornholio? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on top of that, we had fishing. A lot of guys went down fishing. Uh, there was a cool, pow, uh, cool pond. It was full of, I don't know anything about fish, trout, I don't know, something with, something with gills and scales. Do you have any idea what they were catching? No clue. I'm no pretty clue. sure it was trout. Yeah, it, No, it was I trout. heard that one guy, uh, he was on the far side of the pond lake, and he caught one, and it was a pretty good size. And so he wanted to show the guys on the other side of the lake. So he carried it all the way around the lake. And you know what happened? Like they he put it back died. in the water, and guess what? It was <laughs> dead. So it was catch and release, but he held it for like 10 minutes as he walked around the outside. So it, it died. Um, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, there was hiking. Uh, we uh, And then... And then there, there was, was Saturday afternoon. And there's some of that that we probably can't reveal. What, what can't we reveal? 
Well, let's just say that the fact that we were at Camp Baldwin ah. should probably should probably guard some of our activities. Not that it was illegal, <laughs> but it was not. But we didn't do anything illegal on Camp Baldwin. No, nothing illegal on Camp Baldwin. And now, if other and things happen in the forestry area, yes, that that resulted in what well, didn't result in any in, in a lot of fun in men having in, a lot of fun. Uh huh. Yeah. As yeah. as uh, things were being destroyed. <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it. That's a good way yes. to put it. So, all right, we, we can't talk anymore about that. But uh, it was a lot of fun, and we had a good time. The, and what's neat is both churches really, really clicked together. Did you see that again? Yeah. It, well, what's great is there, like, there were no clicks. Right? No. I mean, that's basically what we we're saying, right? Is there, It wasn't like, um, it wasn't like, oh, those are the guys from Hope Fellowship, and oh, those are guys from Timberline. It was, it, right, people were meshing together and just getting, just having good fellowship. Um, yeah, but, but between each other, and and you know what else is great? I mean, we just mentioned all those things uh, that we went and did that are manly things to go do and have fun. And I was just talking to a guy today. Um, he came and said, "You know what? Those were fun, but really, that's not why I went, and that's not what I got out of it." Um, uh, the 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 fellowship part, the the time in the Word together, uh, just being men together, uh, being real, having conversations together, was really. Uh, what he benefited most from. I know yeah. we're, we're, we're going there next, um, but, but I just want to say just up front, yeah, we did some, we went out and had some fun together, but that wasn't even the richest part, even for the guys who came, that wasn't the richest part of what we did. Yeah, our theme this year was wisdom and manliness, and we used the book of Proverbs to really talk to guys about what does it look like to be a man who pursues God? What does it look like to live a godly life as a man? And so we did four talks, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning. And, and so what we do is you and I, uh, we, would, we would share uh, God's word for you know, 30 or 40 minutes. And, and then we, we did a journaling time where the guys at the tables, they would reflect on what was talked about on the word, just whatever it is the spirit was laying on, on them. And then at those tables, uh, after that, they would share amongst each other just whatever it is that God was working in them. And then as a whole, all of us guys would share together just what happened in our tables. And that really is like the sweetest part of man camp. Like that's, that's, I think the money of everything where we're yeah. sitting there and guys are wrestling with God's word, uh, talking about how the spirit worked in them, what they're happy about, what they're excited about, where they're convicted. Uh, that was good. Yeah. You know, what's funny is, uh, <laughs> um, uh, in conversation with one of, one of the guys, uh, he, he, he let me into a conversation that he had had with with a guy and they were both first time first time they came to man camp and one guy was telling the other man we're gonna have like three hour long sessions which you know none of our sessions were three hours i think he kind of missed. But we could have gone three hours <laughs> and i think it would have been great i right? think it would have been better <laughs> but our, man camp our, 2020 one session one 25 session. hours long yeah buddy um, <laughs> but but what's interesting is that that same guy uh later 
you know, got a hold of me and said, hey, man, thank you so much. We had such a good time uh, together getting to know guys and, and, and just being encouraged to um, – remembering to be encouraged or, or it was encouraging to, to be reminded of what it means to be a godly man. Right, yeah. and and so even even the 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 perspective or the or the or the thought that man I'm going to go there and I got to sit there for 45 minutes and listen to some guys talk, um, it, you know, that could be um, uh, a deterrent to some guys. Uh, even those guys for whom that would be a deterrent ended up walking away saying, man, that was that was really worth it. That was really yeah. worth our time. Well, you know, I think the fellowship really helped out with that, like. Just spending time together, the guys eating together, the guys being together. Like there was such a love just for the guys in the room. And enough guys were really open too uh, when it came to the sharing time. I think that invited everyone else to really just lean into the word of God. I don't know. It was it was really good. I, I love the conversations that took place. And so I thought what we could do today is just share a little bit about what came out Um of those conversations during man camp. So um, I know I know one of the things that took place at my table and then and then kind of when we went to group time, it got talked about is we had talked about not being wise in our own eyes, which comes from Proverbs 3, 7. And so we really wrestled, okay, when am I wise in my own eyes? What does that look like? And some of the guys really started sharing that the way we hold on to our schedules, the way we want things to work in a certain order, that, that's me, I like things to be in a certain order, um, that when that doesn't happen, it's hard for us to adapt. And, and what the guys were sharing was that, man, we are clinging to our, to our order, our control, our power, our idea that if things don't go our way, then they're not good. And so... Uh, so then often we can get negative, we can get upset, we can get angry, we can get anxious at things. Uh, and that was something that, that began to get fleshed out of our group is, is when we try to be wise in our own eyes, we're not making room for God to adjust our plans, to alter them. We're thinking that everything has to go our way because somehow and our divine sovereignty, we must have chosen the exact best procedure or way when we know that that's not true at all. Um, so I really, I really liked that. I thought that resonated, that resonated a lot with me as it got talked about. And the guys in our table seemed to, seemed to respond well. And just really, they shared a lot on, on areas that they try to maintain control of when often we don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think through, through our conversations. I mean, there were many, uh, one of the, one of the things that came out the first night was, um, letting go of the idea that we need to look and look competent, look like we have it all together. Yeah, the, you know the 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 pride of of looking like we we know it all, <laughs> right? Um, as 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 one of the ways that 
that we tend to be wise in our own eyes. Um, and, and really the humility with which, you know, um, we're called to live out the gospel, live out life. Uh, because when we do uh, operate in a way where we think we have all the answers and we portray that we have all the answers, uh, we're, not a, we're not a people, we're not, we're not men who exude grace. Yeah, uh, or men instead that that really uh, exude condemnation and fear and and things that would actually be opposed to the gospel. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I think when we when we're trying to be wise in our own eyes, we want to surround ourselves with people like us also, which I don't. Which I think then hinders us from loving others well. Um, one of the guys at one of the tables talked about. The fact that, you know, common sense isn't so common and, and it's easy when, when people do sometimes some really foolish things is to get upset at them, uh, to kind of be done with them, to cut them off from our lives, especially when they, when they constantly are just doing stupid things, when they constantly are just causing problems. We, we, we say something like, you know, hey, he's just done too much. He's crossed that line. We're done with him. And what we're doing is we're trying to be wise in our own eyes going, you know what? It's not worth my time versus, wait a minute, maybe God has placed this guy in my life that he would teach me patience. He would teach me my need for grace. He would teach me how I must look before God all the time. Um, and that was really, that was actually really good as I began to hear just the way that when we pursue wisdom in our eyes rather than fearing God, that, that we cannot love, that we will not love others well. Um, and we will only love others as they serve us, help us, move us along in whatever direction we want. But the moment they don't, we're willing to cut them off. Uh, I thought that came out really loud and clear in our group time. Yeah. What about you? Do you find, do you find that you have people in your life, Bobby, that test your patience? No. No, perfect. Hey, I have some, and I will send them your way. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, I you know, I but it's not really, it's not them most of the time. It's me. Um, you know, I are, are there specific people who who make it more difficult? You bet. You bet. Um, I, my wife has been so good to call me on it recently, just of just of my own. Um, sinfulness and, and lack of patience that right now it's pretty clear in my own eyes uh, that that I'm the I'm the problem <laughs> so so it, well, I mean no, are there... that's probably because you don't have a beard anymore uh, yeah, yeah, that might so be my superpower lost your your mojo <laughs> your strength your spirituality your everything so I, I think people need to know recently Bobby had to uh, had to shave the beard. And just so you know, he had a pretty epic beard. It, it was awesome. It wasn't quite to stoic size, if you're familiar with How to Train a Dragon, but it was getting there. Uh, but it's it's gone, and he does have some some nice stubble on his face right now. Do you want to tell everyone why? Uh, my children brought home lice. Ah! And, and that went from, from uh, probably my daughter 
to my other daughter, to my sons, to my wife, to me. Did and your wife get it? Did yeah. she shave her head? No, she. Ah. We've been basically from Wednesday before man camp all the way up until last night. We've been combing through hair every day. Did you uh, get that uh, that robo one that like electrocutes them or something? No, you, you, no. We 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 just got regular brushes. I thought that would have been really cool, but my wife had already ordered like two or three other brushes. So. Yeah, we had this friend that like showed us this one that like requires batteries or something, and you, you start brushing it through your hair, and it and it electrocutes the it electrocutes yeah. the lice. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I think awesome. you know, bypass the battery thing, hardwire this thing to the wall, and we could yeah. probably kill them in one shot. <laughs> so if your head is itching right now, I mean that's the other thing, the psychosomatic parts of of lice, right? I mean you just say lice and like my head itches right now just because I you, you brought it up. Just I do I do it. I do. I do. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, I He's scratching his yeah. head, people. I, I feel better. I feel better now. Um but it, I'm clean. I mean we've we've gone through everyone's hair. I mean time I mean every day. And wash pillows and wash blanket. I mean, it's been ridiculous. My poor. So wife. all that to say, is is probably Thanks. why Bobby said he is struggling with sin more right now <laughs> is because he's lost the beard. I lost the beard. My the Samson my, effect. My wisdom left with my beard. Uh, yeah, the Samson effect, right? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Let's go back to back to just the talks. I'm I'm thinking through the two talks that uh, that I did with um, uh, wisdom in the heart uh, and how to protect the heart, uh, how to protect uh, to guard what you see, guard what you hear. Uh, um, there was a lot of good conversation in regards to that. That was kind of Saturday night, so everyone was like tired, everyone was exhausted from being out in the range, and oh shoot. We gotta edit that out. The, the what? <laughs> Nothing. The, from being the fishing from being range, out in this extracurricular the activity range. where they they just des- they destroyed stuff. Um, but uh, <laughs> and, and then the next day we talked about wisdom, like just the biblical path of wisdom, um, all the way to Christ. You know that the gospel is the wisdom. The church, even the church, is the wisdom of God. Um, yeah. And so I mean, there's just there was a ton to talk about. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of encapsulate it. Um, but, but what, what kept on being pressed, I think from your end and from my end is that in order, wisdom is found outside ourself. Yeah. It's, it's not something, you know, we, the world would say, you know, just look in your heart, right? Um, look inside yourself. And really, what what the Bible says is, you no know, wisdom, wisdom begins and is from the Lord. It's given to us from God. It's given to us by God. Uh, and oh, yeah, so, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 the point you made and and, and I reiterated was, uh, you cannot grow in wisdom unless you are part of the church. Yeah. Unless unless you're you're bringing yourself to come under the teaching of the word, uh, to, to come under scripture, uh, to bring both yourself and your family uh, under the wisdom of the church, uh, uh, the preaching of the word. Uh, you can't grow in wisdom 
unless you're being reminded of it daily. I mean, it's it's you're either in drive and you're going forward, or you're in reverse and you're going backwards. Uh, uh, there's no neutral. You can't coast through life. Uh, you deteriorate the, the the moment you stop growing uh, in, in the wisdom and knowledge of the Lord. And uh, so I, I think there are a few people who who were really convicted by that. Uh, you know, that's such a good reminder because. You know, even kind of going back to being wise in your own eyes, we think we can figure things out. We think that we can do a lot of life on our own. And in one sense, I mean, God has made us in incredible ways. Uh, I mean, there are are scientists, there are teachers, there are people with incredible abilities. Uh, But what we understand is that if we miss the fact that true wisdom and knowledge comes from God, then... Even the greatest scientists who might be able to explain, you you know, all the mysteries that there are actually still misses everything when he doesn't understand how it all comes in a relationship to God. Uh, And when we see parenting apart from God, we don't understand parenting. When we see marriage apart from God, we don't understand marriage. When we look at creation and animals and mountains and everything that there is apart from God, we miss it. We might be able to say a lot about it, but we miss the most fundamental truth, which then affects everything else. And that knowledge only comes from God. And I think you're right. Like we must not only be in submission uh, to, to God, be in participation with the church, but we have to be in regular, uh, just time reading the Bible, growing in our knowledge, growing in our understanding of God, submitting to his word. Um, otherwise we're, we're not growing in that wisdom of, of what God has for us so that we would know him and how to love others and how to really relate to this world. You know, one of the other things that that stood out to me was was so Saturday morning <clears throat> we talked about uh, Proverbs seven. Proverbs seven is all about lust and temptation, and we talked about how as men we can be tempted by many different things, but particularly we focused on uh, on lust of of women of the opposite sex and. And, you know, so, so we go through the passage, and then we're sitting at the table, and, you know, all the tables were kind of quiet at that moment. Like, every guy is kind of like doing the journaling. I think every guy journaled extra long there, not because, like, they had so much to write necessarily, because nobody was going to be the first guy to share at the table. <laughs> but, but then all of a sudden, you know, noise started happening, guys started sharing, yeah. and... One thing happened was that was that people started saying, you know, for one, every guy struggles with lust. Um, every guy has struggled at least some point in his life in a great way against lust. Um, most guys have all struggled with some level of porn. Um, and what's what's also true is we have almost no one to talk about it with. And we're ashamed of it. We're afraid of talking about it. And one of the things that got brought up was the fear of even talking to our wives about it. Um, And and, and I get it. We talked a little bit about that at our table, too, is 
um, the danger it can do if we if we don't communicate it well to our wives, and also the temptation I think for women for a wife to hear that her husband struggles with porn, uh, automatically they they then think, what am I not doing that that makes my husband want want porn as if as if maybe there's a deficiency in them when in the reality of it is the wife can be the most perfect woman in the world, be gorgeous, be smart, be helpful, be submissive, you know, everything a woman is supposed to be. And a guy's still going to lust at something because of the sin that is in our hearts. Well, I um, think that's, that's also, that's really important for any women that, that might be listening to this is, um, the issue the issue is sin in the heart and 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 the physical desire of a man to 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 want a woman should be in in right relationship should be to his wife and his wife only yeah i mean it, like that's that's the way it should be and unfortunately what what women receive when when they find out that their husband struggles with porn what what that makes them believe is that they're not enough, right? They they, they take it straight to self worth, and and that's a lie. That's 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 actually sin in their heart, responding to the sin of their right. husband. Well, and that that's so key because what sin always wants to do, it, it always. It always wants to often turn us into the victim, and we say, "Well, what did I do? What what happened here?" Um, when when sin really. I mean, it corrupts us. Uh, sin is really about not loving the other person. And so that's what lust is. Lust is, is, is a man not loving his wife well mm-hmm. and, and finding a, an, another way to, to satisfy uh, himself, his thoughts, his desires in, in a very wrong, perverse way. And then often when a woman hears it, uh, they hear what a man says um, and it gets perverted in their mind so that the issue for them then becomes about, like what you said, what are they not doing what or what have they done rather than how do we come alongside or, this? What's that? Or what, or what they are not. I mean, I think it's more or than what just they're doing. Not doing. Right. It's, yeah, no, good that, point. That, that's almost, it's, it's probably even more destructive for them to say, it, to, to think that it is a deficiency in their personhood and their being. Exactly. And and so it's not like well I, I couldn't I should have done this and this and this it's what they really think is or what many of them think is man I'm I'm just not enough right and and the idea that they that they believe they should be enough and here that I mean that's the other problem well that is, then would place them in a in the place of Christ as if they're meant to satisfy yes. all that a man yes. is. Um, and so I think we have exactly. to be a little careful because we are two guys. I don't know if we can quite get into the intricacies of of the woman's mind. But oh, I, I watched I watched what women want, and so oh, you Mel what Gibson want? Oh. Mel Gibson taught me everything. That's that's true. So <laughs> all right, well go on then. No, 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 we, no you're um, right. <laughs> but I think what I, I think two things. Well, I don't know. We'll start with two things. There might be more than two things. One, guys need to talk about this. Yeah. Like every guy expressed the desire. And you saw it. Once we started talking, like it just kept going. Guys were wanting to talk. We were wanting to finally have a, a safe place, a, a, a place where we could actually share. And man, it, 
This is a struggle. And some guys were in the struggle at that moment. Some guys more talk past tense of the struggle they used to have and how it's much more minimum now. Uh, but, but we all struggle with wanting to talk about it. We struggle with talk, wanting to talk about it with our wives also and not knowing how. And so I think I would say if you're a, if you're a woman listening to this, one of the best things you could do is, is ask your husband, how is he doing with struggling with lust? And, and be ready for the answer. Yeah. Like pray yeah. for your own self. And so don't ask the question. If you feel like you're going to be judgmental at that moment, if you're going to get hurt and come down upon him, um, but, but be willing to ask that and know that what your husband needs more than anything is someone to help walk him through this sin and this struggle and to help guide him not to see that you are all satisfying, but that Christ is all satisfying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because this, this is a struggle that I think really every man is going to battle throughout his entire life. Now, sometimes it will be much greater, but I think that that temptation is always there. Uh, and it's something that as men, we yeah. must constantly guard against. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we must be aware so much of the yeah. seductive nature of sin and that Satan would love to wreck our marriage, to mm-hmm. wreck our families, all through uh, sexual desires. Well, and sin is always knocking at the door. Yeah. So so it's it's never a question of, of being tempted or not tempted. You're, we're always going to be tempted because sin's always knocking. It's, it's, do we guard ourselves, and how, how do we, how do we, how do we respond when we fall and how, how do we encourage and support both our brothers, um, uh, but as, as women, your husbands, but here's the thing, it, it's, it isn't just, uh, an issue with males. And no, I think it's, it's probably, it's, but being it's, at man camp, I think we, yeah, but we I, kind but of I focus that way. <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about the, you know, at women who, who would struggle with lust. Um, it, but, but it is, it is both. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we have to be careful, you know, not to say, well, women don't struggle with this. No, they do Now, pr- Generally they struggle with other sins. Right. Um, but it is a sin that keeps creeping up and it is one of those sins that we will have to constantly kill daily it's not going to go away you just keep killing it and you keep killing it and you keep killing it and you just get better at killing it that's really what it is yeah i mean it's romans eight thirteen. in the spirit that we in the power of the spirit we kill sin mm-hmm. um and you're right that's what we do on a regular basis and i think what you're talking about also is what what was emphasized is if we're going to guard our hearts if we're not going to be wise in our own eyes, if we're going to live the pleasing, godly life, it's going to be in the church mm-hmm. with our Bibles. Um, it's going to be yeah. in communi- in uh, in relationship with other men, uh, in accountability where where men are speaking in us, we're speaking into them. You're like jumping up. Did we say something? We, uh, well, I, I just got an idea for next year, man camp. But keep going. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 man camp 2020. Man camp. Two zero two zero, dude. I feel like, I feel like something epic has to happen at Manning Camp twenty twenty. So so so. Do wait wait. Can we promo this? Like, what what are the dates of Manning Camp? Do you remember? May first through third. May first, second, and third. May twenty twenty. I think. Yep. I think May first, second, third. May twenty twenty. <laughs> That's weird. 
So yes. put it on your calendars. Okay. Uh, scholarships will be available. Uh, and and come. Have we set the price? I, we have, have we set the price yet? I'm kind of thinking, are we going to stay at 80? Should we bump it up to 85, right, 90? So if you're listening to this, um, Bobby and I... We way undercharge everyone for main <laughs> camp. <laughs> like, I think we both blew our budgets by quite a bit um, for main camp. And we do, but we love people being able to go. We don't want there to be any type of financial uh, problem. So uh, we'll figure out a way. Price will yeah. probably be a little bit more money. Yeah. And I, I would say if, if people can pay anywhere between 80 and 100, I think we can figure that out. Um, I think we maybe. We'll just we'll see what it looks like next year because depending on where we go, if we go back to Baldwin or if we find another location. But here's what I'm thinking. Okay, wait, wait. Are we going back though to what you were saying for for are yes. we going to the theme? Okay, let's, here go, it is. let's go back. Theme to the thing. of 2020. Here it is. Well, unadulterated. Go. Unadulterated. Okay. Bros and Bibles. Bros and Bibles. Now I think we could probably work a couple more B's in there though. Bros, Bibles, and beards. Did you say beards? Beards. Beards? Uh, there's got to be like an RB we could do too. Bros, Bibles, and. <laughs> we better stick with bros and Bibles. Well, let's I, think, that. I think that might be the safest thing. Or, or brotherhood. 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 The Brotherhood. I, I, the more I think about it, I just Christian Brotherhood. What does Christian Brotherhood look like? Okay. And you what know, is, that's is, actually, man, we are just like going on a whole other angle here. But you know what? There are so many people, especially men, who they do not, they don't have a lot of friends. Yeah. They might not even have one really close friend. Um, they have work relationships, but no one that they really spend time with, no one that they would call up in a moment's notice if they needed something. Uh, I think you're right, man. Guys having a brotherhood and seeing that come in the church, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I'm seeing it. 2020. 2020. You heard it first, Brotherhood. Brotherhood. The Brotherhood. <laughs> Dude, those shirts are going to be crazy. Those, what about hats? Dude, shirts, hats, vests, bandanas, socks, underwear. Boxers. The Brotherhood underwear. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> now this is going kind of a funny place. <laughs> funny. I was serious. All right. So, All right. Uh, okay. Two sentences... No, that's too long. One sentence, sum up main camp of 2019, though. Okay. Give me a second to think. Do you got yours? Yeah, mine's the same as yours, so I'm just going to let you share yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, sum up tw- main camp 2019. Oh, I got it. You sure? No, I don't want to tell. Yeah, do I don't, I don't, no, I don't do want you it. to copy me, though. I'm not going to copy you. All right. So, I mean, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Uh, I mean, that's like Proverbs, yeah. uh, what is that, 3 5? Yeah. But that's like right before the be not wise in your own eyes. But as it we're is. talking about guarding your heart, yep. as we're talking yep. about not lusting, as we're talking about growing in relationship with, with uh, in the church, uh, submitting to the Bible, I mean, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yeah. That's good. Here, you I'll throw. You want to take it, don't you? No, huh? We can share it. it. That's okay. It's the Bible. Of course, we can share it. All right, fine. But here, if, if you're going to go scripture, then I'll say this. Oh wait, wait. 
because you went scripture. Are, are you trying to pick a better scripture? Well, uh, just another one. All right, another one. Here we All go. Right. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs one seven. Man, I think I think we just need to start kicking out some proverbs. What's that? What's that one we were gonna put on our shirts? Do you remember? Well, we, we did put it on our shirts. Proverbs four. Four twenty-seven. Oh, do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. But that wasn't the one we were going to put on. We probably shouldn't say the one we're going to put on because it's about to be Mother's Day. Oh, but, man, where was it? <laughs> do you know what? It actually came up in our conversation. Yeah? The scripture actually came up in one of our conversations. All right, so, so we'll, we'll sum it up, though, with trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your, on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And then also, uh, f- what is yours? Uh, fear the Lord. No, yours is, uh, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So do you want to be a fool? Despise wisdom and instruction. Do you want to be wise? Fear the Lord. All right, my man. What are you doing? Oh, I was checking something out. <laughs> I was probably going to get myself in trouble, though. You're going to get yourself in trouble. But hey, you know, it's probably good. So this will come out, what, the day after Mother's Day? Yeah, so like Proverbs 21.9 is okay to read then, right? <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Well, I mean, know what you're talking about. But all the scripture is good. It's for correcting, for training yeah, in righteousness, is. inspired by God, sufficient yeah. in every way. So, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, Proverbs 1, 7, um, Proverbs hey. 21, 9, all those excellent passages. Um, but really, when it comes down to it, Main Camp uh, 2019 was all about wisdom and manliness. How do we walk as, as men who want to pursue a life after God and, and helpfully shepherd our wives, shepherd our children? Uh, yeah, that's what we did. It was awesome. Be there at 2020. Do you want to close us out in prayer? You bet. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for your goodness and love to us. Thank you for your word. Thank you that you instruct us, Lord, that you instruct us in the way, that your word is a light to our path or a light to our feet. Um, Lord, that your word is good, that it leads to life, that in your word we have life. Uh, Father, um, thank you for man camp. Thank you for the men that came. Uh, Bless, Lord, the ladies that sent their husbands away. Um, May their weekend have been filled uh, with goodness. Lord, may this upcoming weekend, which is Mother's Day, be filled with just acknowledging you, uh, acknowledging your goodness and motherhood. Uh, We praise you, Lord. Bless this day. Amen. You've been listening to SatisfiedInChrist.life. Uh, you can check out our website, uh, SatisfiedInChrist.life. Leave a, leave a message, ask a question. We'd love to get back to you. Any resources that are mentioned will be, uh, will be placed there on the resource page. Also, uh, coming soon, but not yet, will be information about Man Camp 2020. Um, hey, Nick. Are you interrupting my bumper? I'm interrupting, yes. Hey, what did you get your wife for Mother's Day? Oh, man, it's crazy awesome. 
But I can't tell you because... Why not? Well, because she's going to listen to this before... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so can I... Hey, hey, email us and tell us what you got your wife for Mother's Day. We want to know. That'd be great. We, need, we would love we to know ideas. what you guys got for your wives uh, because Bobby still needs to figure out something to get for his wife and uh, he needs help. <laughs> I probably do too. <laughs> Satisfiedinchrist.life.